it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I'm here sitting recording, uh, as I do each week. Um, wanted to start this episode off with a somber note, sadly. Uh, just thoughts and prayers to Victor Oladipo right now. Tore his patellar tendon in his left knee. Uh, it's just what what could have... What a career Oladipo stood to have. If only these injuries didn't just plague him. And, I mean, everybody was talking about how you just saw how crushed Cody's face was. And, it, yeah, these guys, they're two of my favorite Hoosiers of all time just because uh, went to school same year back when uh, we were just coming back and every single student got every single student ticket that year. I know that can't be the case anymore because uh, it definitely started, it dwindled down the following year when we got good. Duh. Um, yeah, just... I'm spiraling just talking about them because that the their talent, Oladipo and Cody Zeller, when they were here together, it was astounding. It was incredible to watch just the strides Oladipo took personally. And having witnessed to that probably makes me one of the worst people to talk about Indiana basketball because I always think any of these guys can just explode in one season. I saw it. I, I saw Oladipo put in the time in the offseason and come back an entirely different monster. So what's to say it can't happen again? I love Oladipo for giving me that faith, giving me that hope that any of these guys, that Caleb Banks could come back next year with that same just flip switched. Oladipo exploded onto the scene, and it's it's everything about his game is so explosive and relies on just his athletic ability, and just seeing this injury again is just so heartbreaking. I mean, the Heat are my squad now that the Pacers are out, so it is funny just because of how much I hated those Heat teams, but right now they have Cody Zeller and Oladipo. I want those guys to win. I just was watching a Ant Wright video earlier today, and it showed the locker room where they I think they have like the rec area spot. They had paid for it because their name's on it. I think Oladipo's of one of those guys who's very appreciative for what Indiana gave to him and how what just the Indiana fan base, what it can give to people. I mean, the potential, just all the support that we showed him, that was incredible, and it was rightfully due. Um, I'm talking about him like he's de- he's dead. Whatever. <laughs> no, it, it just stinks. I, I just it just really stinks. And I figured I'd start the episode waxing poetic about him a bit. So um, yeah. Without further ado, let's get into uh, some of the news around the Big Ten and uh, just talking a little bit of the transfers out there right now. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the ones we lost out on. Of course we will. But that'll be in the uh, Indiana news down the line. Time for transfers. Thank you all. I am soldiering on recording this episode after a week of uh, quarantine with the family. Uh, the Yeah, it got us again, but we beat it. We're all right. Um, and yeah, so I trudge on. Starting with uh, Piers, Zach Eady will be returning to Purdue. I mean, by every measure, looks to be the case. According to Jonathan Givoni on uh, ESPN, he's like the 52nd ranked prospect out there. And Brian Windhorst had uh, stated that it was Edie's lack of mobility that is the primary concern for most uh, NBA execs out there, and rightfully so. I mean, that was the entire, that, that's it, right? 
look at how fast these games are being played now that the uh, NBA playoffs have started, and uh, it's a game you got to be ready for, and you got to be built for, really. And while you're sitting at 7-4, yeah, here, here's hoping he, maybe, maybe here he can put it together. Hopefully not at the risk of my teams, but you want to see a guy... You want to see a guy live up to his dreams, even if, I mean, they became his dreams within, like, the past few years or so. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, why wouldn't he return to campus? I mean, he stands to be an absolute Purdue legend. If somehow they find a way to pay him, I'm sure I'm sure he'll be taken care of. He's already, yeah, he's, he's been, I'm sure he's being pampered in West Lafayette. And I'm sure they'll find a way to take care of him and incentivize him to return home. I hope to have some battles with him next year honestly yeah i want him gone of course he's a 7-4 monster that is the bane of like my team a lot of the times not this year though not next year let's go <laughs> this week we had hunter dickinson visit kentucky man he'd look good in that blue and by good i mean absolutely villainous <laughs> not a lot of try I, I don't even know is there any traction with any of these can we trust any of this I, i'm leaning towards no um, until we see the kid to wh whoever, wherever these guys sign, until we see them tweet out the picture of them in the new uniform, it looks like it's all up in the air. And Hunter Dickinson doesn't look to be any different. It, I, I mean, I really, really don't want to miss out on this all-time Big Ten villain. He's really been fighting up those ranks, guys. I was just thinking about it today, man. If he could go to Maryland, that just even makes that makes him that much more of a Big Ten villain. And I'm rooting for him to go there, but uh looks like he could end up anywhere. And honestly, why would he want that smoke? The smoke that comes with that. Returning to Michigan. But no, I mean, I was just thinking about just the all-time Big Ten villains and just tweeted it out. Just wanted to see what some of your guys' thoughts were. And of course, I got just the go-to responses, the pretty great ones like uh, Baseball Operations Geek. As an IU fan in his 20s, Aaron Kraft, Brad Davison, Paul McCahey, Draymond Green, Adam Woodbury. I mean, that's a that's a list I can swear by, every single one of those guys, for their various reasons. But, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at these names, and Hunter Dickinson is really fighting his way up this. Uh, there's Draymond Green, of course. He's just, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was a really great one. We had uh, Hoosier Hayes sent me uh, Luke Recker, Brad Lowhouse, Lawrence Funderburk, Zach Randolph, Brad Miller, Brad Davidson, Paul Mulcahy. Luke Recker and Brian Cardinal for uh, Scott Six. And Aaron Kraft, Brad Davison, Jordan Bohannon, Draymond Green, Myers Leonard. All coached by Fran McCaffrey, by Richard Camelot. I mean, yeah, honestly, that's a pretty that's a pretty all-star lineup right there. All that to say, you guys, I, I'm I'm vamping a little here this, this episode because guess what? It's the offseason. And uh, it's going to take a little vamping when we have uh, weeks like this where we have no news but uh, bad news. Um <laughs> Yeah, we'll get through this. There's a, why, why, why lose sleep over the unknown? I'll get into why there is no reason to lose sleep over losing out on these guys yet. But uh, there were some other big names around the country uh, finding homes. We had former Creighton guard Ryan Nemhard heading to Gonzaga with Graham E.K. Notre Dame guard Cormac Ryan will be heading to North Carolina to take that spot that Caleb Love had left. Kentucky guard C.J. Frederick came out, throwing his name into the portal. After uh, just an injury late in a stint in Lexington following his first two years spent at Iowa under Fran McCaffrey. It's an interesting name because, I mean, a lot of talent. Um, 
But uh, yeah, just a name and note that's recently entered. And guys, there will be names entering throughout this entire, uh, I think it ends the 14th, the 11th. There will be plenty of names coming out, and Indiana still has plenty of money to spend and plenty of openings to prom, like plenty of minutes to promise. Well, not, I mean, I'll get into why, the, uh, yeah, not even promise, just uh, plenty of minutes to uh, present opportunities for. And I, I, I have full faith that this squad can get it going. This squad, we landed our top target. You just want to do, other than that, let's just spread shot and see what we get, honestly. And, uh, one of these names coming up will, I, I, I have faith, <laughs> I have irrational faith that uh, Mike Woodson, that Yasir Roseman, that uh, Adam Howard, that uh, Jordan Holes, that all these guys can put it together, can uh, go out there and get get a name for us. No, don't get us a name, get us a player, get us a ball player. Get us somebody that uh, is going to play whatever system Mike Woodson has in store for this team because it needs a system now that uh, the program historic talent in Trace Jackson Davis is gone. Now that you're freed up to implement an offense, implement an offense and uh, let's find a guy that can be a tool in it. Be a cog in it. I have faith that they can do that. But why do they need that? (laughs) Again guys, it's the off season. I'm recording this because you know what? I would want to listen to an episode of uh, some Indiana podcast in the off season so why not put one out? Names will be coming out. Indiana's got money to spend. And guess what? Every, but, every single one of these names is a coin flip. They're leaving their current situation for one reason or another. And uh, who knows what you're getting. Truly. Because this whole... Uh, everyone talks about how uh, right place, right time, right uh, different setting. It, that's real. And uh, you don't know what you got until you have them. Until they're here. And uh, no sense in freaking out. No sense in uh, propping anybody up yet. Unless we got them. So, uh, shouts to Peyton Sparks. Shouts to Kalel Ware, because we got them. Um, there are a lot of reasons to be excited about this team. That's what I'm going to be talking today after uh, digging into a little bit more of that Indiana news. And uh, just what I can hope for next season. Uh, what guys like Oladipo have given me uh, the ability to hope for. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited. Because the guys we do have, they, they have some very exciting potential. But let's uh, get into that Indiana news. This last weekend, we saw Cutters win the Little 500 after back-to-back in 2018 and 2019, winning it. And after finishing uh, second and fourth place in each of the last two races, they got the win in this one. Great on them. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I, I remember one year where I had to be on that cleanup crew that Sunday. If you know, you know. And if you just went to school there, you know. It's just <clears throat> such a bummer of a hangover to have to clean up trash after Little 500. Little Indiana baseball update. They uh, look to be just tearing it up this season. Uh, currently no ranked Big Ten teams in the country, but the Hoosiers do lead the Big Ten at 9-3. and three. Uh, Game up on Maryland. Or yeah, Maryland sitting at eight and four. Yeah, game up. I a game and a half. <laughs> Whatever. As far as Indiana football goes, uh, we had the spring practice. That uh, tailgate looked pretty awesome uh, last weekend, I believe. Uh, but Travell Mullen did enter the transfer portal, and that is a hurt. That 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 one hurts the Hoosiers for sure. You gotta think that. 
they can uh, come back, but you got to think that Travell Mullen is going to find a decent, uh, I don't know, it just stinks. Wish him the best, but this Indiana Hoosier football team definitely needs to address the secondary, definitely needs to uh, find some help in that regard. And uh, here's hoping this transfer portal, I think football is just opening up here soon, uh, or just did. I don't know anything about the football portal. Sorry. I just know Travell Mullen left. Yeah, it has to be open. Duh. God, again, I'm coming off a week of vid brain. Sorry. Indiana has a lot to address. Uh, a lot of exciting things are happening. You always get excited when a talented new uh, quarterback prospect comes in. Um, it's going to be an interesting season. Here's hoping uh, Indiana can make some moves here in the portal. I don't know. I mean, we don't really have the money on that end to make the big moves, but let's make some smart moves. So we got uh, three guys Indiana was thinking about. Indiana had uh, eyes on or had interest in Indiana, and uh, three guys who are going elsewhere, starting with first, Jalen Deloach. Now he ain't coming here, but I don't blame him. Um, In this ideal world of mine, (laughs) we don't need him. Uh, we have Peyton Sparks coming off the bench, and we have Malik and Kellel Ware taking just dr- drastic steps forward in their progress and uh, finding a way to produce as just two of the most highly touted recruited big men and uh, just each with a year under their belt. It's a lot to be excited about, and uh, I don't blame Jalen Deloach for not seeing plenty of minutes coming his way with the potential that those guys both have. Chris Ledlam, uh, a lot of people thought we were getting him. I, I I was hopeful, but ultimately, <coughs> who knows? Who knows any? Like he, yes, a lot of people say he's 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 one of the more reliable. He's one of the more, but he, he yeah, he was one of the more reliable in the Ivy League. I mean, going to Tennessee, we'll see. Yeah, I, if he can step up to it, credit to him because. I have to imagine facing the likes of Alabama, Arkansas, and the other SEC dogs is going to be a little different than uh, facing the pop-collared bloodhounds of uh, just the Ivy League. The pop-collared corgis? Either way, I have to think Alabama's talent is going to be a little different than Dartmouth's. Like, But, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's going to He's going somewhere to prove himself, and... Here's opening, you know, whatever. Wish him the best in the SEC where he isn't going to be playing us, so I don't care. Of course, if we face him in the tournament, I just want to smash them so bad for not only him, but also Dalton Connect heading to Tennessee with Ledlam. But in regards to Dalton Connect, yes, people were like, yes, he puts up massive points per game. But again, it's a case of what did you really know? Because who needs this guy ultimately? If he doesn't want to come play here, I don't want him to come play here. Uh, I'm not going to lose sleep over missing out on anybody that was on the receiving end of an 83 to 36 beating by Houston. I didn't misspeak. Look it up. North Col- Northern Colorado schedule. Look it up. Type it in. Go to their website. It's the first box score staring you right in the face. Losers. 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 That's a stink you don't wash off. And yes, I'm talking like a hurt ex-girlfriend. But I'm going to say what I need to. <laughs> that, is a lo- that, that, that is a loss you cannot wash off. They don't make sandpaper fine enough, dude. That stink stays. 
In that game, he was 3 for 10, 0 for 4 from 3. 0 for 4 from 3. And then when uh, Northern Colorado played Baylor, he had 8 points from the field. Uh, So against top talent, what has he done? I'm not going to lose sleep over this. Because I guess what? It's a coin toss. Each of these guys is a coin toss. I was just looking at uh, the top ranked schools for who's out there and getting targets. And I saw Missouri was like ranked. Uh, I don't even know what freaking website this is. But uh, Missouri has one of the top transfer teams out there getting people. And Tamar Bates was the main image for him. And I'm just like, I'm ultimately not upset we're losing Tamar. I get it. It didn't work out. But if that's what's making them like the highest rank, I'm I'm not jealous of them for that. I'm not jealous of them. It's just, yeah, so and nobody knows. We're not going to know until these guys get here, until we see what we got. Until, uh, yeah, it's a wild time we live in, people. I'm all processing this real time. This is a wild time we live in where these teams are going to be resetting each year. And, uh... Yeah, it, it might be a lot to take in for a lot of us, but uh, I think it's exciting. I, I'm pumped. I'm, I am excited at the prospect of how Indiana can fare in these times. The top guys are gone. Now, now these guys have Tamar's picture up there because, yes, he could be a great player somewhere else. But there have been guys who had Jordan's season, who had Tamar's season, who could do well here. We need to go out there and find them. They are out there. They are out there. Let's uh, scattershot this. Let's go find some talent in the backcourt. Just a little additional because I think we got plenty here as is. People are talking about managing expectations for next season. And I just, when I hear that, I just think, am I delusional? Am I delusional? I like this squad. I like the squad as is. Even with the unknowns, I'm confident. The unknowns are, even with the unknowns, I'm confident. Uh, unknowns are plenty, but there are plenty for every team in this country. Guess what? Tennessee just got Ledlam and Connect. You saw how Connect played against the top talent, and Ledlam played in the Ivy League. The unknown. Every program in this country is being plagued by them, except for maybe the reigning champion, UConn. Um, some of them may be going to the NBA, but even then, <laughs> they, they seem to have all their wits about them. But yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot on the squad to be confident in to uh, be hopeful about, and uh, to, uh, I don't know, just uh, daydream about, I guess. And But but that's what we're here to do here in the off season, We are here to daydream because guess what? Basketball's gone. Nobody's going to know what they have until these teams tip off. And this is how this is going to be until these <laughs> parameters get set up, until, honestly, until the government decides to get in on the NIL action. So, sorry, yeah, all over the place. But after this word from our sponsor, I will be talking about what we have to be hopeful about, what we have to aspire to next season when basketball is back, when we can uh, quit vamping here off se- all off season and get to the real substance, get to uh, quit talking top fives and uh, talk actual ball. And uh, until then, I'm going to be here recording each week. So thanks for listening. Stick around after the sponsor again. We'll be talking about it. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Ben and Jerry's. Did somebody just spurn you? Did somebody just hurt you really bad? Did they lead you on? Did you did you overestimate what you meant to them? Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Ben and Jerry's isn't a sponsor. Uh 
But during COVID, I had some of their uh, Chunky Monkey, and it was great. So. All right, guys. Nobody knows what we're getting. I'm sure some Oregon fans are like, Kala Ware had left a lot to be desired, and some may be like good riddance. I'm glad we got him. I'm glad he signed on. This team has a lot to be excited about for next year. And uh, I'm going to keep talking myself into believing that because, okay, let's start with all the new additions because I'm going to get into what our, uh, what the dogs we already have could potentially become. But uh, let's get into those new additions. Like Kalel Ware, okay, top 10 recruit. Like all the talent speaks for itself and uh, just needs a new scene. And this this would arguably be his, like, chance to be like, yeah, this is the new scene excuse. Oregon wasn't the right fit, but guess what? It'll it, I can make it work. Because if he wants to be in the NBA, he needs to show NBA teams that he can make it work. And it's put up or shut up, and uh, I'm glad he has to put up or shut up while wearing candy stripes. The potential for him is off the charts, and I have confidence that he can make it happen. Mike Woodson has displayed an ability to unlock great effort from great talent, to unlock great tenacity from great talent, to unlock great intensity. Is tenacity and intensity a synonym from great talent? Yes. Um, And if he can get that out of Kalel Ware, and Kalel Ware can make himself an NBA lottery pick, everyone wins. Be excited about that for next year. That is a lot to be excited about in and of itself. Other than that, Peyton Sparks, we have a guy who wants to play at Indiana playing for Indiana. Those guys, you love to see them. You love to watch them on the court. Again, a guy that he wants us. He wants us, and you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad and I'm, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's in the candy stripes. He's going to subsidize some major minutes for uh, Malik, for Kalel. And he, he has proven at a decent college level that he can ball. He can, he can play. And he's going to be able to bring the attitude and the toughness needed to play at the Big Ten right away. That, in the world of unknowns, we are currently wandering, currently uh, wading through. I I have a lot of confidence in relying on him being able to throw bows with the Big Ten. Do you guys remember when uh, just like five months ago everyone was, Gabe Cups is basketball Jesus? (laughs) You guys, he's still coming. He's going to get minutes. He's uh, he's by no means basketball Jesus. He, he, He needs... Time to develop here, of course. But he will get minutes out the gate, hopefully. I mean, I hope his play demands that. Again, a guy whose potential, everything is potential in this whole, guess what? In the world of athletics, potential is everything. You draft on potential. You pay on potential. It's it's everything. And Gabe Cups has the potential to be a great shooter for the Indiana Hoosiers. And while people say it has to come down the line, I think he has the potential to do it out of the gate. I think he can come in and provide a shooting presence that the Hoosiers desperately need. That a lot of our fans are praying to the transfer gods for. When we may have it, we don't know. We don't know that we don't already have it, just as we don't know that Connect would have brought it. That it would have worked here for him. It's all unknowns. (laughs) What I'm saying is, be positive about it. Choose to see the brighter side of the unknowns. That's what I'm doing here. We can't expect Gabe Cups. Did I call him Cooper Cup? No, we can't expect Gabe Cups to light the floor on fire, light the floor on fire right out of the gate and run a competitive team. But uh, luckily, he won't have to. If Xavier 
I mean, yeah, if Xavier doesn't get that extension, we absolutely riot. We head to NCAA headquarters. Thankfully, it's close. And uh, no, that wasn't a call to arms. I promise this whole show, parody law. Boom. But he could potentially demand a high number of minutes if his play demands it. If if he's Mister Indi- he's Mister Ohio basketball guys. That that is something. And I, I I think he can bring that shooting out of the gate, the shooting that won him that title. As for our other uh, freshman coming in next season, Jakai Newton. Jakai Newton is built like a brick shit house. Okay. Say what you will about how uh, it may take him time to develop. I, I really think that he may surprise people next year. I think he may explode onto the scene because while, yes, Malik had to grow into the role of a Big Ten player, like grow into the competition, the size, the beatings that come with it, Ja'Kai Newton is built to take a beating. Look at the kid. For the position he plays, he's an absolute unit, and a unit moving at high speeds. The speed of the college game will be new, and he, he will need to adapt to it. But he appears to be one of the most athletic guys in the incoming class, and uh, I think he could be up to the task of really, really, uh, really battering with the Big Ten. I think he could step in and play some minutes, as he appears by every measure of my eye test to be a grown ass man. So I really think that the uh, freshman struggles that come for just everyone may not plague him as hard. I'm holding out hope he blows up quick in Bloomington. If we get connect, I have to imagine. I have to imagine Trey Galloway's minutes would have been uh would be more limited than what he could potentially stand to consume here this season. And I think Trey Galloway may be one of the most underappreciated players in college basketball. Honestly, right now, let's just while everyone's talking about this transfer portal, uh, I, I'm hoping this sparks uh off season to remember for the man. What can Trey look like next year? This is this is one of those positive unknowns. What can Trey look like next year? You don't know. Because Trey Galloway shot worst on our team in three-point conversion. Like, in three-point percentage, he was the worst on our team just two seasons ago. Last season, he turned it around. He devoted an offseason to recreating a shot, recreating a uniform release that resulted in him shooting 46.2%, the best on the Indiana Hoosier team. What's to say he doesn't take that same commitment into uh, being able to find ways to create his own shot this offseason? What's to say he doesn't uh, take that same commitment to uh, off-season work, to retooling your game, that uh, into <clears throat> finding a way to drive from the perimeter more uh, competently, not com- more uh, effectively. Trey Galloway stands to take a lot of ownership in this team, and I really think that he could take a huge step as he did just last year. Um, I think it goes slept on just how big of an improvement that three-point shooting was. That it it is it is jaw dropping, an improvement like that, and it's not just jaw dropping. It's it's uh, <clears throat> it's potential questioning, like in a in the best way possible, because when when this guy has the potential to fix the worst facet of his game that drastically, you you don't know what that guy could come out. <laughs> this whole episode is so many questions because guess what? We know so little. So many teams know so little. But I know that I have faith in Trey Galloway to find a way to uh, lead this team this year because he's one of the leaders. He is. And I think he can find the talent. He can find the uh, poise to do just that because he found the commitment last offseason. And here's hoping he can find it this one. 
As for Malik Renew, I always, I just always say nutrition, 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 because what the hell can a year of nutrition do for this kid? Like, it's going to make him a monster. He's going to have everyone devoted to making him as strong as possible to contest with the Big Ten forwards because he has the footwork, he has the touch, he can figure, yeah, we let's get that shooting down a li- little bit more, but it'll come. It'll come with that confidence. It'll come with that poise. He has all the talents, and it's about the body. What can an off-season of nutrition, an off-season of weight training from the top, one of the top medical schools, like it, it, we have the resources in abundance devoted to this. And I have to imagine Malik, much like Kalel Ware, will come out monstrous compared to this season. I think he can make some growth because um, now that Trace Jackson Davis is gone, it's his mantle. The mantle of biggest, baddest Hoosier in town is now his. It's his to take, and it's time for him to do just that. And we, (laughs) that is a lot to be excited about. As for the unknowns, what's to say Caleb Banks can't garner the poise to absolutely rein in his athleticism, to to, uh, focus it and to weaponize it and to just utilize every single bit of his God-given skill and his athleticism to produce for this Indiana team. We're looking for Ledlam. We're looking for Connect. What's to say we don't have Banks? What's to say we don't have Banks? What's to say we don't have Gun? Both these guys go hand in hand. I mean, they, they're often roped in together because they play roughly the same minutes or Caleb a bit more, but these guys both stand to make some big gains this offseason. And where it didn't click with Tamar and Jordan, it could click for them, you guys. It could. <laughs> I'm just talking myself. Like, <clears throat> these are guys Mike brought in. And it seems like each of these guys is committed to this program. Each of these guys is buying into Mike Woodson. And that that's how you get some results. When we're working together, we're growing together. And uh, here's hoping both these guys can make the significant growth to just alleviate any of the uh, stress we already have. I, I really think that these guys potentially can. The ceiling on their talents is it's pretty damn high, if you ask me. But then again, what do I know? <laughs> Xavier Johnson... We know what we're getting with him. The improvements he made that last season. If he can come out with a year of fire under his, like just marinating, wait, ready to go, that's another weapon that we just, we we are so desperate for a win in this transfer portal when we've already had a major one. And I, I keep telling myself that we are not as desperate as everyone wants to think we are. We'll always take more shooting. And let's scattershot on these last open spots and find some. But yeah, hey, we're all good, guys. No worries yet. No worries. Everyone take a breath. We're good. Mike Woodson has shown an ability to get a lot out of guys. Trace Jackson Davis was a sight to behold this season. And I I have faith that he can get the most out of the guys we already have. The guys that are committed to him and this program who bought from in on him from day one when he got here. The guys who are the guys who are all in on the cream and crimson. I have faith that Mike Woodson and company can get them to grow and uh, get them producing. No need to fret yet. We'll continue to talk about uh, just what to be excited for down the line. Hopefully we get to add a few names to the crew here soon. But even if not, hey, no need to worry. We have until that May 11 deadline to hear a name come out again, come into the transfer portal. And uh, there seems to be some stirring that there could be some big names out there. I hate saying stuff like that, not knowing what the big names out there are with how coy some of these people can be. Um, But take that for what you will. And uh, 
yeah, keeping this one short, coming off a of COVID week. It wasn't really, uh, didn't really have my ear to the ground. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was kind of laid up and actually, actually KO'd on this one. So here's your Hoosier history hit. This is your Hoosier history hit. For your Hoosier history hit, I'm going to be talking about the Little 500 just a little bit. We're not going to be here all day. The race was founded in 1951 by Howdy Wilcox Jr., whose daddy, daddy, whose daddy, I'm trying to say that as fancy as possible, daddy, had won in 1919 the Indianapolis 500. He organized the race after seeing uh, fellow students racing around the campus. And uh, yeah, that first one was held in 1951. Just a scattershot here. little background on the Hoosier history of the Little 500. The Little 500 consists of 33 teams following the qualification trials, each with four racers on a team who are racing relay style for 200 laps, 50 miles. Billed as the world's greatest college weekend, the race has really become, like you can say college weekend, it's become the world's greatest college week because it pretty much takes over the whole week now, or did when I was there. Uh, each spring, those 33 teams race for the one trophy, and uh, it's become billed as the greatest college weekend, and rightfully so. It's an absolute... It's just the greatest, you guys. I'm not. If you're listening to this, you know all about. I'm. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Your Hoosier history hit was. Guess what? The Little Five Hundred started in 1951. It's like just the best, isn't it? That's your Hoosier history hit. <laughs> Again, congrats to Cutters. Rather see my squad win it, but whatever. You guys, thank you for so much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Often Taunted podcast. This one might have been a little rambling, but not much to talk about this week. Hopefully we have some news for you here next week. Uh, Thank you again so much for listening. If you do like the show, please subscribe. It does help me out. It does uh, give me a little ego boost. If you like the show enough to leave a review, I would love that. Uh, If you want to give me a follow on Twitter, you feel free. You can feel free to at often daunted. Uh, If you have any ideas for the show, what I can discuss, uh, any topics you'd like me to bring up, feel free to reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com. And uh, thank you again so much. Have a great week, Hoosier fans. God bless. Lux at Veritas.